Hey everyone, you're listening to InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy, a podcast with tips to make your life easier, covering pop culture, parenting, travel, minimalism, and more. Hey everybody, and welcome to InfoQuench. In this episode, we are going to be talking about event planning, yes. whatever that may be, right? And uh, by the way, I'm Jeff. And I'm Amy. Yeah, we are Jeff and Amy, and you are you have found our podcast, InfoQuench, we hope you enjoy it. If you listened to our last episode, we talked a little bit about some shows we've been watching recently on Netflix, and one of the ones that's been really, I guess, in the media spotlight is been fire festival oh my goodness fire festival <laughs> i th- we didn't watch that together which is really odd because we should have but i know i watched it before you and it blew my mind I, I know we talked about it in the previous episode but if you haven't seen it check it out because it is such uh, it's just it's a saga that's what i would call it a it's saga. a it's a case study in how not to pull off an event and you have a lot of background in event planning. So what were you like watching that show? Were you were you like absolutely flabbergasted at what you saw? Yeah, I won't lie. It was a little anxiety inducing watching just, I, you could predict what was going to happen. <laughs> I know, I mean, I don't think there's any spoilers on it. The event was... I know, it's so hard to talk about shows and, progr- and movies and programs and stuff uh, that you, you don't want to spoil it. But anyway, we'll, but, try, we'll try you know, not definitely to. check it out. I mean, I think it, I think the documentary is really well done. It's worth uh, worth a watch. It's entertaining for sure. It but really is. It, it did definitely uh, give us some, I guess, inspiration for this episode. And I do, I did spend, I guess, a better part of my career in uh, event planning. Some, you know, some major events, twenty thousand plus people in attendance. So, uh, you know, there's obviously some things that you do for larger crowds, but I think that there's some principles that just apply across the board. And every, you were responsible, uh, at many, and for many of those shows about every single aspect of the show, correct? Like, Oh yeah. Well, we had a, we had, we had a full, full team, obviously events of that magnitude. And I think that's one of the important things is, uh, one of the main messages I'd like to say is, always you know get a little help from your friends so obviously when you're working in a business you have a team uh that that works together to look after all aspects of an event but even if you're doing a personal event like if your friends want to help by all means let them yeah take them up on that offer same as our previous uh, podcast when we were talking about the hospital if someone wants to help well let them because you know they want to and it'll help you and i think what i was we were talking about how we would focus this particular episode and you know i there are some concepts that apply to large events some things that might apply to even you know small if you're just doing a little birthday party or you know a small event at your house but because it's spring and people have spring fever and there are a lot of weddings coming up it's wedding season is on the horizon i think we'll probably talk about some of these tips in the context of weddings because i think that's probably the most applicable this time and uh, you know many people know that if something can go wrong at a wedding it usually does but but it won't if you are prepared and you have this event planned properly which i have seen you do a thousand times hon there yeah so there there no pressure on here here's the that's a great lead-in so let's get started with the uh the first thing you need to do is pick a date yeah and I mean, that sounds simple enough, but there's a few things you should look at. One of the things is look at what other events are happening around the date. So for if you're planning a wedding, don't oh, plan. I thought a, you meant, I thought you meant pick a date to get married. You got to do that, right? Well, yes. <laughs> I just meant like in the, you know, find out when you're getting married and then you can move on to the event. Oh, well, I meant, well, that's, 
<laughs> the the event date is the date you would get married. Oh yes, that's true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> what we have here is a, a little loss in translation, but yeah. So what I meant was pick the date of the event, which is also the date if it's a wedding that you would get married. No, I meant get married. You know, like the, the event, the time, the date when you would actually get married. That okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to confuse you now. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's, okay, wor- continue. it's working. I'm completely off track. So are our listeners. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> by the way, you can tell by my voice, I'm sick. So, but this is how dedicated I am to this podcast. I'm here. I really I'm can't tell it. at all, actually. Well, I Maybe bet you, people you just can always tell sound sick. In my voice, it's a lot deeper. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> it's all good. So, in looking at an event date, really, you know. We, in, in the business world, you're looking at competing events because you're, you're sort of, uh, I guess, going after the same customers. But even if you're planning a wedding or an event for your you know, friends and family, look at, like, check, check in with some of your, uh, you know, your circle and find out what other events are going on. You don't want to plan your wedding on the date of somebody else's you know, 50th wedding anniversary or um, you know, if there's just maybe a major event that's happening locally and you don't want to be competing for venues and, and things like that and you know that people will be in, attend- in, in attendance at those other events. So just check out what else is happening. Don't just pick the date that works for you and go with it. Do a little bit of research. I know we did. We had something like that happen just today. Remember? The Area 506 Music Festival here in St. John, which is amazing, held early uh, August uh, every year for the past three years. Anyways, that is on the exact same date when we were supposed to go away. And, yes. and uh, yeah, so now people can come and, and, and steal all our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I know that's what you're thinking as I said that. I know, that. I know, eh? You're like, oh boy. That was one of our tips I did for say, when you're going away. Don't tell people when you're going away. That's right, but I did say early August. I didn't say the exact dates. Yes. Anyways, you warned me at the time that, okay, it's at the same time as this uh, festival or whatever. And I'm like, now they know the dates. All they have to do is look up the festival. I know. Oh, my goodness. We might have to cancel our vacation, just go to the festival. We might have to re-record this And actually, podcast. you know what? If you're listening from St. John, they have such a great lineup for Area 506. We might just do that. We might just skip it altogether. We are pretty lucky to have a... Uh, oh, my goodness. We're pretty lucky to have such an amazing festival coming to our city. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we're in St. John, New Brunswick, and Area 506 is a music festival that, uh, you know, they do a mix of local talent, but they also do some really high-caliber... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, mostly, headliners. mostly Canadian artists, but the, actually, no, it was just last year that they did all Canadian artists, I do believe. Okay. So back to the event date. Yes. And <laughs> imagine doing that event though, 506 anyways, but continue. I digress. <laughs> yes, allow, you do. allow yourself to carry on. So when you're thinking about a date, think about some other things too. Think about, uh, you know, where your venue is going to be. If it's a wedding, uh, you know, think about have maybe a few different places in mind just in case the place you want isn't available. Obviously, the further you book in advance, the more likely it is going to be available. But one way that you can save money, and here's the, uh, you know, the cheapskate in me, and we actually were able to take advantage of this for our wedding, is if you're able to do your event on sort of a non-peak period day. So for us, we actually were married on June 30th. But we did it on a year where June 30th fell on a Thursday. So because we're in Canada, uh, the next day, July 1st, is Canada Day. So it was a stat day. So we were able to do an evening wedding on Thursday, June 30th. 
and got our venue at half price. Because, half price. Because it was a weekday. Uh, but essentially, it was like any other weekend evening. Exactly. Because, because the next day was a stat holiday. So all of our guests had it off. And it also guaranteed that every year, our wedding anniversary always has a stat holiday afterward. So if we want to go away or we want to celebrate our anniversary, we always have the next day off off work. So You planned it that way, right? I did. You did. <laughs> I did. Not only just to like you know save the money on the venue, but to have that... Uh, because we took off like after we got married, we went straight to Jamaica, and yeah. and uh, anyways, that was and, oh yeah, and shout out to uh, Jay and Don, hello, yes, we met yes, them in Jamaica. Were, that's right, we were recently back to Jamaica the first time since our honeymoon, and yeah. met, met some wonderful people there. So, uh, so when you're looking at dates, consider some non-peak times, and uh, it could be a great way to save money, and it also might be a time when your guests are more likely to be available too to attend. And you know what? An evening wedding is a great way to go. It really is. It, when, we, I loved our wedding. When you do, I've gone to a lot of weddings that were full day weddings. And no offense to anybody who's had a full day wedding, but it does take your whole day if you are going to a, you know, a service. And then usually the guests are trying to keep themselves occupied while photos are being taken. And then there's a full on reception, which has a, a significant cost compared to if you do an evening uh serve you know an evening ceremony you can do some just stand-up hors d'oeuvres so it's just a, a lesser you know lesser expense overall and it takes up a little bit less time in terms of uh you know your guests uh, commitment so your wedding doesn't have to be expensive to be amazing exactly truly i mean remember we we picked uh the the, well, the pussy willows by the by the roadside well that was actually yeah. one of my one of my tips oh, around uh sorry. so when you're looking Hopefully oh, I didn't you, you uh, spoil it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Oh, man. That's <laughs> okay. Okay. It's all good. Okay. So, <sighs> you know, one of my tips is around oh. decor. A lot of people go out and spend a ton of money in the stores and buy plastic decorations and things like that. But consider using nature as part of your decor. It's uh, free and, you know, you're, it's a little bit... It's fun to go get. We, we Yeah, we had a blast getting yeah, that Yeah, we actually went... We had to go earlier in the season. We got Pussy Willows uh, to... Basically, what we did is we did some uh, calla lilies for yeah, our flowers, and right. we used pussy willows to sort of make the arrangements a little larger and a little bit more dramatic. And the pussy willows actually held for several months. We picked them up, and we and also we put them in our basement and stored them over over a few months. Yeah, and it was yeah. So using it nature well. for it your decorations, it worked really well. Whether whatever your ceremony may be, consider but, using you know just do Pinterest that stuff. You know, yeah. Google it up. There's all kinds of great ideas that people have. Even if you don't use, you know, nature for your decorations, like you could do another thing that actually that we did was uh, the doilies. That was really smart. The whole, uh, the old school doilies that we pressed for as uh, bookmarks and stuff. Oh, yeah. So what we did is we bought some old doilies at a, you know, secondhand thrift store. Yeah. And just, uh, so they're just plain lace doilies but authentic lace but we really wa- ornamental just wash them up and uh, bleach some nice and white and then we did some sugar starching and yeah, cut right. them up in to make uh to make bookmarks yes and tied some uh some string and some char- uh, silver charms on them and yeah. it was a great wedding favor we kept one yeah so yeah. i didn't even have that on my list to discuss but that was a uh yeah it was a neat way to to do a you know it took a lot of time sometimes it's fun you know, though you, yeah, you, it, it was, was a fun, fun thing to do together yeah. and sometimes yeah. when you're saving money you have to exchange money for a bit of time but 
uh, you know, that if that time is, you know, ends up as a memory of, of part of your wedding planning, then you know, it's as a good long thing. as one of us isn't in a room someplace and it looks like a, you know, a sweatshop and you're just kind of, you know, making them like for <laughs> I'm hours. Sure, I'm sure we cursed a little bit during the. Uh, <laughs> it's something that we shared together, honey. Yes. It was very nice. Like Martha Stewart said, it's. I never want to do it it's again. A good though. thing. Is that her line? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, I feel like we're having two separate conversations here, but anyways. <laughs> oh, we probably are. So after you've picked your date. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you're get married, and, and you've got a venue, uh, and you're meeting with your event planner. Usually, uh, any venue will have somebody who's designated to look after their events, and they'll be your main contact. So make sure you have their email address, have their emergency contact number. Make sure you can get a hold of them, uh, you know, prior to the event, the day of, and uh, always always have contact numbers handy so that you, if you run into any issues, you have somebody that you can get in touch with to get the issue resolved. But one of the things that we did before we even met with the event planners had a great full complete list of questions that we needed answers for. And I actually emailed it to the event planner ahead of time. That gave her a little extra time to prepare the answers to the questions that made the meeting very efficient. We really, you know, from the time Jeff proposed, I think that I had the entire wedding planned within a week. Yeah, you were pretty fast. I was wow. I didn't know what the, what the wedding the heck wasn't I got taking myself pl- into. <laughs> the wedding, I know it sounds scary, right? No, but the wedding wasn't for another year. But I knew just from having done a lot of event planning in my work life that you have to plan things well in advance if you want to get the dates you need, and it just makes life a lot easier. It's also a less, lot less stressful if you get it all done. Yeah. So we just uh, kind of. Within a week, I was able to nail down the venue and just get all the groundwork laid. And then we didn't really have to do anything much until we got much closer to the event. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, so have that list of questions, uh, you know, ready for the event planner. And you'll want to ask about everything. So you will want to talk about lighting, lighting. You want to find lighting. out when you can get in to uh, to set up, because if you're doing any kind of decorating, you want to, you know, if there's you don't want to find out close to the event that there's another event that's booked just before yours and uh yeah. you know that can it's running the time. late right everybody's looking at their watches waiting for you to get married <laughs> so be clear on when you can get in to set up make sure you know when your dj or if you have any kind of entertainment can get in to set up any any contracted services when uh if you're having deliveries done flowers furnishings um audio visual equipment when those deliveries can be made what do they have in terms of electrical? Uh, you know, do they have the power supplies that you need for whatever uh, contractors you have coming in? So, again, having a list of questions is uh, going to make the conversation a lot easier. Uh, rules around alcohol. <laughs> so you don't want to have, like, a, right. a tailgate party going out in the parking lot and have that be an issue during your wedding. Do we and, have something uh, like that happen at our wedding? Towards the end, like I think we had people who I think may have tried to walk out of the facility with their glasses in hand. And oh, that was that's not what a, it was. That's what yeah. it was. And I, I mean, most facilities are going to have some pretty strict rules oh, around yeah. that. They As have they to. Should. I mean, they you know do have to keep their liquor licenses uh, you know in good standing. They have to enforce those rules. So just make sure that you're aware of them, and then you can kind of pass any any rules or uh, any information along to your guests to avoid any awkward <laughs> incidents down yeah. the road. Uh, make sure you're aware of parking. You want to make sure there's adequate parking, uh, washrooms, you know, make sure that you know where the washrooms are for your guests. If you're having an outdoor event, uh, you know, things like, uh, just having an, maybe a plan B venue would be an important thing. Right. Mother that nature is, yeah. most times will 
not cooperate. Super important to <laughs> have a backup plan for almost every plan. Yeah. In, inside events are obviously an easier way to go. You don't have to worry about the weather. I mean, having the stress of having to watch the weather just before a major event is probably not something you want to have on your plate. So if you can do an indoor event, that's great. If it's an outdoor event, have a backup plan. Uh, tents are ridiculously expensive. So you know, just kind of keep that in mind. So just buy one. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. They are literally even thousands of dollars to rent. So. Really? Wow. So, you know, have the have the paperwork, have everything done ahead of time with your events so that there aren't any surprises. And even if they can send you a sample contract ahead of time so that you can read through. So if you have questions around the contract, around the food, uh, there can often be guarantees around food and beverage numbers. You don't so want to end up on Judge Judy. No. Definitely. You know, with a, you know. Well, there's a little bit of fame with that, right? There is. That'd be fun, actually. <laughs> She'd probably berate me pretty well. <laughs> you'd want to be on the. Uh, you want to not. You know. You want to be on the plaintiff and not the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you're gonna go on Judge Judy, but even being aware of what you know, how how soon do you have to tell them the guaranteed numbers for food and beverage? So if you're ordering hors d'oeuvres or if you're ordering plates for your reception, when do you have to give them the you know the number? Uh, of uh, plates that you need available for your event and and do they allow for some overages or under underages uh, as far as you know if you end up having some unexpected guests show up or ones that don't show are you still going to get charged be aware if there's going to be gratuities so a lot of times they'll quote you a price and then they'll charge you gratuities which is basically a, an automatic tip on top of that so you don't want to be surprised by your end bill so make sure you read the fine print Make sure the dates are correct on all the paperwork. Uh, take the time to, while you know, while you have the time to go through the details and and make sure that there aren't any surprises. No one likes surprises when you're getting married. <laughs> I mean, if there and if it's a major event, you know, things like first aid, security, those those types of questions, maybe discussions that you also want to have with your event planner. You know what? We should have had security for our wedding. <laughs> yes. You, you, you're out. Yeah, crazy crazy bunch of friends and family yeah there wasn't too it wasn't too bad yeah no there it was a good bunch it was a good there was event. only what 15 that get kicked out or something <laughs> before we even did our vows um coat check ask about coat check make sure that you're not surprised around what's supplied as far as you know table linens and uh serving utensils Find out how many staff are going to be on hand at the venue. Will there be support staff there to help you if you run into an issue and you you know you need some extra chairs set up? Um, all of those things are just important to have up front. And then you need to think about your guests and passing on information to your guests prior to the event. So. One of the things, you know, we do with major events is just, you know, give information out to people who are registering uh, if they're if they're going to a concert or any type of, uh, you know. You need to have a you need to have a, a reliable way in which to get that information to people. Right. So even if Whether it's setting it's up a Facebook page. Something. Yeah. Facebook and, page. And, give, and let pe- make sure people know where the venue is. Make sure they're aware what time they should arrive. If there's parking directions you want to give them. If it's an outdoor event, you think they need bug spray? Tell them that. Oh, yeah. All of those things can be helpful, right? Uh, anything Umbrellas. you can think of. Uh-huh. Facebook pages are Who's great. Who's planning the weddings now? <laughs> yeah, umbrellas, <laughs> uh, ponchos. Yeah, you know, bring, pon- bring garbage bags in case <laughs> you know you run out of ponchos. Class it up. Class it up. 
Facebook pages are a great, uh, you know, a great way to basically keep all the information for your event in one place, communicate it out to everybody who's attending. And also it's a great way for people to share photos after the event. So if people are taking a bunch of pictures, they can share them on that Facebook group for the event. And, uh, and then everybody has access to them and it's just, it's a really great communication tool. It is. And, and, uh, when we get married, we have one of those, uh, fancy photo booths where with all the props and stuff. And, and that was, that wasn't really widely done when we got married, I don't think, but it was uh, great to see the photos of everybody, you know, at the wedding and stuff. I thought that was a fun way to share things on social media too. It was, it definitely made for some really cool photos. I think it's become more commonplace now, but uh, yeah, we were, I think we were leading the pack when we. Um, Well, yeah, I wasn't meaning to try to come off that way, but we (laughs) probably were. (laughs) So... (laughs) This is this is a little bit of an, uh, an aside as far as uh, event tips go, but this goes for even we recently did a birthday party for our son Hux, and rather than having like a full-on cake, and this will work for weddings too, consider serving cupcakes. So if you have any kind of event, anniversary party, or anything where you're serving cake, consider cupcakes because you don't have to worry about all the utensils, the cutting. Uh, cupcakes are just, they're just easier to serve. And, and if people you're doing, can walk around with them a lot easier and they don't can. have a plate. They don't have to worry about forks. Yeah. They're smaller servings. If they want to have two, they can. Uh, and you can shove candles in a couple of you. So basically, <laughs> you really while, you can, candles. while you can get away with it, definitely go with cupcakes because eventually... The child will get a little too old and they'll be going, I want the cakes with all the candles and the expensive parts. That's right. That's right. Cheap out while you still can, That's friends. That's right. <laughs> That's the most important <laughs> tip. Uh, if, you're, if you're doing anything with gifts or any kind of, uh, I guess weddings specifically is what I still have in mind, but make sure you have a secure place for the gifts and the cards. Nowadays, a lot of people are giving cards with money or gift cards in them. So having a a place where they can stash the cards and, you know, I hate to think about, I've heard of, I've heard of horror stories where people have run away with like the basket of the whole basket of money, which is actually really smart. There's a a bonus tip for the thieves out there. If you're looking to rip people off, just scope out, you know, some local weddings. Don't do it. uh, (laughs) <laughs> hang out near That's the so door funny. see where they're putting the envelopes and uh yeah imagine if that was your thing and you you made it onto like the news and it's like this guy's been going to all these weddings yeah. what would your nickname be like the oh wedding? like the card caper <laughs> or, that was also the, really good on uh, the spot nickname oh i don't know maybe yeah the card caper i like that actually you could actually do it with a cape on and stuff and just like you know make it a thing make it your thing yeah it's just pure that's pure evil that's what i do i ruin people's mm. weddings <laughs> 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 so yes, secure place for your cards, a secure place for your gifts, and designate somebody to look after your gifts. If That's it's right. your wedding or if you're having a, an anniversary party and you expect there'll be a lot of gifts there, yeah. just again, family members want to help, ask one of them if they'll look after trucking your gifts to a safe spot because you're probably not opening them at the wedding. You're probably opening them the next day. A lot of people do like a little brunch the next day. Yeah, it's or a something. real it's a real bummer to uh, you know have to have four carloads of gifts that you have to move in before before you consummate the wedding you know i mean come on who wants that's a what talk about like a yeah a non-starter and you know what a hard life we live eh how are we going to deal with all I, these presents? i know I, we sound very privileged and we are we are we are very privileged yeah anybody's getting gifts is privileged mm-hmm. uh, 
also designate somebody to look after payments. So you don't want to be, you know, sitting there in your wedding gown and having a DJ coming up asking for their payment. No, you know, during you the reception. Take care of all that. Before yeah, no, or after. have the communication ahead of time. Know when the deposits need to be paid. Know when the final payment needs to be made. How it can be made, and uh, yeah, you know, have someone you trust. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you you trust most of the people who are in attendance at your wedding or <laughs> close yeah, family event. But uh, who knows? But get, you know, maybe set up a set up a family member with the checks and the envelopes and let them take care of all the the business stuff so you can really just enjoy your party. Yeah, it is very important to enjoy your own wedding. I would highly recommend that because if you don't, well, there's the list. There's a missed opportunity. I think that's probably one of the most important things I'd like to say around events. And I mean, some events are more personal than others. Uh, but if, if it is your wedding, take the time to enjoy it. You know, it's, it yeah. is your day. It's the day to remember, do the planning well in advance. Uh, again, take, take advantage of anybody who wants to help, uh, take them up on that offer. And then when the day comes, relax, know that you did the legwork to get everything laid out. And you know, there's going to be bumps in the road. It's, it's inevitable. I've done. Those are fun though. Sometimes. Oh, oh, they make the best stories. I know they really do. I've done so many events and I've really encountered just about any, anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Murphy's law. Uh, so it's really how you deal with it, how, how you react to it. And I have to say that I'm fascinated, uh, that, you know, how, how great you are at, uh, you know, organizing events because I can barely even get a group together on Facebook. I can barely even get the right date. You know how bad I am at that. Oh yeah. It's next Saturday and it actually is Friday or something of 2020 or something. I don't get the year wrong. (laughs) Not often. Well, yeah. Okay. But I know I really though, like I, I just, my brain does not work that way. If you want me to like, you know, I don't know, do something different, artistic or something. I could do that, but I can't do this analytical, you know, scheduling thing. But, you know, I think, I think most couples are that way that there's somebody who has strengths in one area, somebody who has strengths in another. And, you know, you just, you play up each other's strengths. And I, it's like you, you, you plan the wedding and I'll, and I'll see you at the bar every once in a while. (laughs) You you plan (laughs) the music. Yeah, that's right. I did. I was, I was in charge of the DJ and that's the only thing you gave me. I was like, wow, thank you. <laughs> no, well, I don't think well, it was the, the only thing. You, we, we, got the, we went out in the woods and got the pussy willows together. I, yeah, I helped with the doilies too. And the doilies, yeah. And we, the music. We made, we made the bookmarks together. And we, we've picked out the food together. One of the great things we did with the music too is I think we asked for, you know, we got we got kind of got a good playlist going ahead of time. So We merged, that's right, we merged our music with the music that the DJ would play. Right. So that's another thing. Have a conversation with your DJ. You do not want to be surprised with, you yeah. know... I know harder rock and roll. Is that the what, what are some of the wedding oh, classics? Uh, you know take the Macarena. Those old records off yeah. the shelf. <laughs> no, you're, well, yeah, actually, I think we did play that. Well, the, you're gonna have the chicken dance. You're gonna have and I the don't wedding think, classics. But make sure that you talk to the DJ and have your favorites played too, because you don't want to uh, you know, right. go the whole night listening to crap. And you know, ain't nobody got time for that. If you're gonna break dance at your wedding, just practice beforehand. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Oh, man. You did some great break dancing. I was pretty looped, but it was fun. I remember it perfectly. So that's what we got to say about event planning. Uh, if you're having a wedding this upcoming season, 
Good luck to you. Good luck. Good luck to you. <laughs> good luck to you. Good no, luck to you. No, you know, but, but God it, bless you. God bless. God bless your heart. No, yeah. it'll be. I, you know, it, enjoy <laughs> it. Enjoy it. Oh yeah. Uh, th- th- you know, we gave you some some tips and hopefully some of them were helpful. You know, hopefully you got to the end. You know. Yeah, hopefully you're still listening. Hopefully you're still listening. If you're still listening right now, then you're still listening right now. Yeah. And you've heard thanks, this. Thanks for that, because you honor us by still listening to our voices after 27 <laughs> minutes or whatever it's been. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next podcast. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit InfoQuench.com to subscribe and catch up on past episodes. You can also check out InfoQuench on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Till next time. time.